episode for you guys. It's made up of extra material that we recorded after our interview with Wally Judy, owner of 7-5 Clothing, making badass gear for your badass ventures. We were lucky enough to have him come visit and spend some time with us the day after the competition, so that way we could pick his brain and just get to know him a little bit better. Don't forget, while you're listening, to go ahead and leave us those five-star reviews on Facebook and on iTunes. Don't ever be afraid to leave us a comment with your 7.5 gear on our Instagram as well. And don't forget to take a look at us on YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that little bell along with subscription so that way you get notifications whenever we drop new video content. So this bonus episode is broken up into several sections. This first section, we talked to Wally about how to evolve your business and take it to the next level. But yeah, if you go... (laughs) We would definitely not have as probably many listeners that we do, and we would um, cut ourselves short. Right. So how do we expand and touch more? I was actually just thinking about this in the shower this morning. I was like, how can we actually reach out to more people and get more people involved in what we're doing? Because social media presence is one thing, but how mm-hmm. do you get people to actually listen? Right. Right? Because purchasing, mm-hmm. you're asking them to spend money. Oh, yeah. So how do you get that to happen? How do we get people to take an hour or 50 minutes out of their day and listen to us one time. Right. How do you get someone to buy your shirt one time? Well, I don't, I force them to No. Um, it, what we do with our shirts is, and I hate to go just towards the CrossFit scene. Um, so, you know, we, we sponsor some, you know, of course, CrossFitters. Um, so we, we used to sponsor a power lifter, we sponsor a couple MMA fighters. Mm-hmm. So we try to to branch it out a little bit. And with our designs also is we don't try to do CrossFit stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some people that do. It's just that's it. And I want it to be more than that. But, you know, as for getting somebody to buy something, it's just luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's I try to just put something out there that anybody would want, that okay. anybody likes. And, you know, of course, you have to go with, uh, you know, what's kind of popular right now. With the women right now, it's kind of the, like she has, the, that racer back crop top. Um, mm-hmm. So style of the shirt or the top kind of draws some people in. But then you try to get something that's a little more, like, motivating type without being over-the-top motivating shirt. Um, but, you know, it's just we just put it out there and, and just hope people that buy it, hope people like it. So you you focus on putting out something that you believe in, yeah. As a designer and a it business is. owner, it is, and it's and it's. I have to like it first. Yeah. If if I don't like it, and well, of course I don't wear the women's stuff, but if I wouldn't, <laughs> you try it on <laughs> just in private. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if if I don't like it and I wouldn't wear it, I'm not going to put it out there. I I guess that's where I keep struggling with. Here I'm talking out loud to, about our podcast on, on, the, our on podcast, the podcast is um. We can put as much as we want out there, mm-hmm. but you have images, right? Social media. Mm-hmm. We got to get actual, actual people to listen. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm. We, try- we have to get people to commit, you know, anywhere from thirty minutes to an hour of their day or parts of their mm-hmm. day. Well, you and know. it's it's 
it's ba- I mean, social media is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, we're always putting something out there, uh, just get, getting in front of the people's eyes. And once they see it, then they'll go. And what helps us, too, and it's different than the podcast, is everywhere we go. Because I like to talk to people mm-hmm. when we're here, there, everywhere. Um, and that helps us a lot. Um, Podcast-wise, you just got to get it out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's a grind. I mean, it's... Well, and the challenging piece uh, from the podcast perspective is that you can go and you can look up data on retail sales. Mm. With right. the podcasting space, everybody's so cryptic about releasing their information and algorithms because they don't want people to hack it. Right. So a lot of the information that we come up with is just derivative. Like, I have to look at the numbers mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, in 24 hours we have this much. You know, in a week we have this much. In a month we have this much. And kind of figure out, okay, well, I mean, we know we're growing. <laughs> right. I mean, that's about the only I'd thing like, we can Mo, Mo tells out. me, I say, so what's that mean? Mo, he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of times we'll have these discussions about numbers, and he's like, yeah, no, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> the numbers, like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. The numbers yeah. are bigger. It's got to yeah. be good. And that's the only thing we know, and mm-hmm. we don't, you know, there's just so much unknowns, and that's the challenge that we have here on the show. Well, so, and that's that's the same thing, too. Right. It's like I know some other, uh, you know, shirt companies, clothing companies, and it's like your friends and you talk, but you know, going back to the sharing information, yeah. you only share so much, right? Yeah, and but which I'm not going to share a bunch of stuff, you, you know, can't. how I do it or how I do things mm-hmm. or this because that's my edge. In this next segment, we talk about releasing your programming to the general public and dropping in at other gyms. And that's what I get. I get hung up on this um, for a long time. People were like well, why don't you post your programming or what are you doing or um, it, why don't you share it? Like, it doesn't matter because, you know, Jason Kleepin once said, I can give everybody my programming, but they won't go as hard as I do. And But he, all, um, he also said that there's not going to be a good, there's no coach that's going to coach a games athlete that hasn't went to games. Same guy. So it doesn't make sense. He's saying they don't have the experience it takes as a coach to coach someone that is in games or at games without ever experiencing the games. So he says two really weird weird things, and mm-hmm. he's very – people look up to him in, mm-hmm. the, in the business side and the CrossFit side. So it's like, well, I don't post my stuff because I'm doing something that you have no idea what the hell you're doing. So I invest my time. I'll protect, I guess. I'll give you – like a guy I met with just uh, two, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, about when starting a gym. I gave him all sorts of information, but I'm not going to like, – Here's right. my what my time invested, mm. what I really focus on, and and people are like, well, programming is just programming. And I'm like, well, you're dumb because it's not just because I know it, it changes the culture of the gym, it changes the direction of the gym. Your gym becomes accustomed to a certain thing, and what we're doing, no one else does. And from the athlete perspective, you the the, the way in which your gains progress yeah like if, if i have every if i have access to all this different programming i just do whatever i can do i'm not going to yield the same results as if i go mm-hmm. to a gym who has a structured program that's geared towards a certain strength or bias or whatever for you guys for for, for me yeah. for for my gym culture or for me as an individual mm-hmm. i mean i might get more fit or i might get more stronger but the overall results over a long period of time are not going to be the same as someone who's underneath that umbrella of coaching well, plus the thing is, too, it, this is your baby. You're right. And it's you've worked hard. You've, you've put in a lot of, you know, studying, mm-hmm. getting knowledge, you know, and doing it. And you don't want to just share it. 
Yeah. That's that's right. I don't and so I in the community people have talked smack about us not posting it and make up these false assumptions. We don't tell, you know, our members what we're doing because they won't show up because it's mm. so hard or it's we only do it for the elite athletes or whatever it's and they don't know us. You know, and we we got people nine 90 to 95% of our members scale every single day and they've scaled every single day for years because they can't do I, I've never done a prescribed workout in this gym because well, your prescription and I'm okay with that yeah right <laughs> well, because people think well if I'm modified I'm not progressing dance break you hear it I can hear it what <laughs> uh, that Mo no nah, I didn't turn off the uh, <laughs> it's an alarm the, the feed and dance party. <laughs> I'm telling you it's time. Huh? I got Tim telling you it's time. No, his eyes tell me that. He don't need music. <laughs> yeah. See it in his eyes. No. <laughs> well, but like like the gym I go to, which I'll plug it, it's CrossFit One Valley. Yeah. No uh, problem with that. But what's what, up, people? Because yeah, some of your guys listen to us. They yeah. do. Daniel. Who, yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel's like, did you see his message? He's like, yeah. let us know when Wally's on. I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm definitely excited to have him. And actually, I told Wally you're going to push this episode to Tuesday, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Surprise. Yep. <laughs> if you didn't know now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, what, talking to Chase there, he's like, well, you, you program for the elite athlete, mm -hmm. and then you scale down from there. And in, in our gym, I mean, we have, like, he's he's an elite. I mean, he made regionals a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And just watching him is is amazing i'm like how do you move that fast or how do you how do you do any of that you know like what takes him four minutes takes me 15 mm -hmm. but you know that's the way he said that's the way you do it you know you scale up here or you you program up and mm -hmm. scale down and there's I'm, there's a lot of things that i scale yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with that and i'd have no problem with it and then going back to the releasing your program i i feel culturally that more and more gyms are not posting their programming not like it was back in the day, and I don't know why that is, but because they're 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 buying it, they're everybody <laughs> has access to it, Mo, because they don't do their own. I mean, well, are you going to repost comp trains, yeah. like, or are you going to repost misfits, or, I mean, that's, hey, look at me, I'm doing what you 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 did three weeks ago because I'm three weeks behind, like, because yeah. mm. I I never really realized that until we started talking a few years ago, and started looking around and noticing that that was becoming more of a trend because when I first started, you know, I didn't really have access to a gym for a period of time when I was in Texas and I had to go and use programming from where I used when I used to come here at Wright Pat when they had an affiliate. And then just slowly little by little I I joined an affiliate and then went to go I think it was on vacation or something I went to go look for some stuff and I was like, "Oh shit, there's nothing out there for from anyone anymore." Yeah, well, I'll get a call from someone dropping in or a message and they're like I'll hit them back, and they're coming from out of town, and they're like, well, what's the wad? And I'm like, what's it matter? Like, you want to work out or not? Like, yeah. that we're, we're going to work out. And we have a strength and a workout. Yeah, and they're like, well, <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm able to do it. I was like, we'll modify it if needed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not being a dick, but, like, if you want to come here and you gotta, you're already trying to cherry pick what the hell we're doing, you're not going to like what we're doing already because you're going to hate it. Mm -hmm. But it's I hate that mentality. Like, you, you message me, you're not going to pay a damn thing. You want to get work out. Well, mm. We're going to work out. Like, what does it matter? Yeah, and for me, when I'm traveling and looking to drop in, I honestly just look to see who responds 
<laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Mo just wants someone to talk. I just to, yeah. I just want somebody to talk to and you know, <laughs> tell them about my sh- tell them about the show. Yeah. Uh, hey, no, but podcast. really, I mean, that's one of the. Th- I don't give a shit about what the programming is. I just want to know, like, are you going to respond to me and, and mm. take care of me as a customer, a traveling customer, right? And are you going to provide me with a good experience? I can give a shit less if I can do your programming RX or not. Yeah. You know, well, it's just, like when I'm somewhere, I, I try to drop in like on a Friday night while they're still having class or somewhere around there, and you know it. It is it is kind of a a bad thing when you've just done a ton of pull ups the day before and then they have the same pull-ups thing program. Yeah. You're like, oh no, yeah. But I, you scale it. Yeah, I mean, I can understand right. that. We had a guy actually come in. He's like, <laughs> man, we had some. It was like, I think we ended at like two hundred five thrusters, and <laughs> and um, I would have ended way before that. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah. The um, he's like. He's just on the struggle bus. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, um, I just did, uh, I just squatted for the last three days <laughs> at our home gym. They had mm-hmm. like a, a front squat, and then they had a back squat mm-hmm. workout, and then we hit a, th- you know, a thrust to workout here, and their legs are shot. And I was yeah. like, why do you say something? <laughs> like, I mean, I could tell something's wrong, but it's just funny. He's like, yeah, they can do it. But I, I appreciated that because they still came in, they still did the workout. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's still a workout. You know what I mean? And then easy could say, hey, I've squatted the last three days. Can I do something different? Because my leg, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. But I'm like, he went, he didn't care. And I thought that was pretty cool. So, I, it's mentality. Yeah. Mm. So uh, going back to drop-ins, that's something we've talked about on some of our episodes. Are there any particular things you look for when you're dropping in? Because you travel a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, following the competition circuit and even going to regionals. Well, yeah. we actually had a. Uh, someone would just do a podcast on yeah on, on visiting other gyms yeah. visiting other gyms mm-hmm. so yeah what do you do yeah I mean I love it I love I mean it, it's I just I just show up mm-hmm. I won't even message him okay I'm just like what are your hours all right I'm gonna drop in there and you know if it's somebody that's putting on the competition you know I'll say hey yeah. I'm gonna come early on Friday mm-hmm. when when is your last class um, but it just I just I just show up normally and just hey I'm here in town. I'm gonna work out, and it, what's I mean, your experience? Pretty good, yeah, yeah. Overall, like, because we have some people who say they've had the the worst experience that they mm-hmm. could ever have in CrossFit, mm-hmm. and they're very upset. Yeah, to where they it's been one of the greatest experiences of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it you walk into some places and, and they're not super friendly. You know, I'm used to course doing what i do i'm like hey what's going on how you doing mm-hmm. da, da, da. you don't know any strangers i don't yeah and uh so to me and then i don't really walk in any place having expectations because i'm scaled athlete at best so i'm like eh, i'll just do the workout i mean i'm there for the workout and i don't really you know i guess judge it from that mm-hmm. um but there are some that are way better than others some are more welcoming some not uh but to me, that's you run into the ones that are welcoming are the ones that really want to do it, and mm-hmm. they really want to make it. Um, some that you you know, some are just there for the business part, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Yeah, I think you can. It's like oil and water, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're making money, but your culture sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up in this next segment, Brody hits up Wally for some feedback about our show, just trying to see what he thinks about it and what we can do to evolve and gain some more traction towards hashtag world domination. So what's, uh, let me, I'm with Mo, yeah, yeah, Mo ain't going to ask me, but I'm going to go ahead and go right. anyways. <laughs> How long we at? See, I can't see you. I can see the monitor. <laughs> For like a, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm, yeah, so 
I usually when it starts creeping about fifty four minutes, I know Mo's like you get the eyes. He's like, bro, we got to go. I got this is you're adding on so much time. What do you think of our podcast? <laughs> I'm serious. I like it. Okay, I mean, I really do. It tell us the truth. Like, yeah, no, it's uh, uh the the rep shaving one. Yeah, is the one I because I've seen it. Uh, okay. So it's that was interesting to me. Uh, of course, in nutrition and what it kind of got me thinking about the nutrition part. So I got with the girl that does nutrition in our gym. Awesome. Started doing it. Lost about 15 pounds in Holy three weeks. Damn, so, dude. Yeah. The bad thing is, is there's a, a workout. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, but it's one of the hero workouts where it's uh, in a vest. And you do, uh, I think it's a mile run, five rounds of uh, 30 burpees. And uh, power cleans at 165. I forget what it's called. I don't know why, but my goal is because I wore that was the is first. It bull? No, no. Oh. Um, sorry, the J, and I don't know why I can't remember. But uh, my goal is once I lose the 20 pounds because I did that with a vest, is to redo it, wearing a vest and seeing the difference of the time. Hmm. Did you ever? Did you ever listen to podcasts before ours? Uh, I've listened to a few of them. Yeah. What would you say that? It's better than Rich and Friends. <laughs> Duh. I mean, that's, his podcast is so dumb. How can he be so great at CrossFit but suck at podcasting? Like, he really can't do everything, Superman guys. Superman has a kryptonite. Right? Yeah. That's true. What do you think separates us from a normal podcast? D- the the personal. It's, kinda, it's more personal than a lot of the others. It's just like an interview mm. or something like that. But it's, it's just a, it's personal. It's like you're talking to them. And it's like everybody knows you, too, because Daniel – Will come. Hey man, I messaged Mo and he got back to <laughs> That's me. That's so awesome. It is. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. See, Mo, I don't always like screw things up. <laughs> <laughs> Not always. like I ask the question. Jenna's jaw drops. Like, why would you put him on blast? Like, I want to know. Like, he ain't gonna lie. I, well, ain't gonna lie. Like, I really have only listened to one. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's good to know because I think. Um, you know, I like feedback. I like information. Mo does too. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I do too. On you yeah, know, obviously, on our stuff. I mean, yeah. It's, and when you can get that and see what got people to come into our gym, why'd you why'd you select our gym? Why did you choose to drop into our gym? I always ask this, like, well, how'd you find us? Mm. I need to know, like, so we need to know, like, okay, well, if we continue to do what we're doing, we seem to be doing okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And for considering we didn't have much of a plan or a strategy, just drink beer and talk about fitness which is why i'm excited I'm winging it i was telling i was excited about that the following episode hopefully is when you release it unless you keep teasing me oh yeah yeah yeah. when we were just got a whole episode of literally just we just sat just talking i mean it's kind of like how this whole thing started we would just sit and just talk and i just happened to start recording or stand and talk people can't believe we stand the whole time someone said i, I couldn't sit down Who and said do that? this i don't remember what was the last time <laughs> yeah yeah for me it would just be hard to sit down and do this because Maybe that's why fronting and fronting and friends suck because they all sit, sit down. Yeah. You're fit, it. bro. Stand up. <laughs> you're an advocate of fitness, but you're gonna sit the hell down. Like, come on, man. Hopefully, they don't start watching our YouTube channel and stealing our ideas. Well, we can't sit down because we'll have our fat rolls will pop out. True, <laughs> that's, and that's probably the reason why I subconsciously chose to stand up from. Why is the whole podcast um, video of just their faces? <laughs> <laughs> Every, it's just from here. Yeah, just high enough to see the seven five now. <laughs> you, you can start. You can start sitting down when it's like sweatshirt weather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that, I was thinking about that. <laughs> what do you think about the podcast? I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Yep. And you the, did prior to 
well, prior to me coming on the DJ show and prior to us starting this show, and I've been guests on a bunch of other different shows, a lot of them mostly DJ-related. But the thing I like about our show is it doesn't sound forced. Um, some of the other shows I listen to uh, in the fitness world, it's just like they're reading questions and getting answers. Yeah. There's no back and forth, back and forth, no interaction. There's, uh, there's no, not a, not no. a lot of tangents. Yes, yeah, so yeah. yeah. not a lot of off the topic tangents. Yeah. That's most fault, guys. <laughs> People know you're you've been busted. People know. They say I know when Mo's trying to get you. Sorry, on. guys. Well, I was yeah. like Mo when he's like, <laughs> yeah. Back on topic. Yeah, the and that's the thing I when I try and be objective about it and listen to our show as a listener mm -hmm. versus a producer and a, a host, that's what I think for me personally separates us from other shows is it's just like people have given us feedback. It sounds like they're just listening to us chilling after getting done with a workout. Cause that's just, what the hell we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's again, that's how this all started us just chilling and just talking. Well, that makes the best. Yeah. I mean, some of that I've listened to, it's just like some of the military ones I've listened to the, and they're just, BS and yeah, you know, and it's just this it goes this rabbit hole down yeah. this way, you know, and it's just like Sorry. it's, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and no, and for me, the best compliments that we get in terms of feedback are when uh, listeners say that they feel like they're in the room with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, that's yeah. the best possible feedback you can get. That's yeah. the best compliment. Well, it's almost like you, you, you get to know you through mm -hmm. the podcast, and it's kind of like you, that's hey, I know them, even though you don't know. Yeah. Them. Although I do, and you know, between <laughs> the two shows, it's it's sometimes it's challenging for me to remember that these people listen to me and bro and the other guys on my show on a routine basis. So you automatically feel like a, an association mm -hmm. with us. Yeah. So sometimes people just come up and start talking to me and I'm like, Hey, yeah. Hi. Yeah. Oh, you're a listener. Okay. <laughs> just well, trying that, to yeah. figure out like, well, how do I, yeah. Yeah. And I'll run into that like at competitions yeah. too. Like yesterday. Hey, yeah, hey you're Wally. And yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> no, yeah. I think it's cool because I can still listen. Me and him were going back and forth the other day. The last two episodes, like, we're we're still laughing. Like, mm -hmm. some of the stuff, like, I tell Mo I black out. I really don't realize what I say sometimes. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll be listening to it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so that's so crazy. Like, I'm stupid. <laughs> but um, I'll start cracking up, dude. I'll be in tears sometimes. Just because his damn laugh alone, but I could just listen an hour of Mo's laughing. Like, I'll, I'll make an outtake session just with me cracking up and snorting. Someone said something about me snorting. You did, dude. I think when, it was Cody. Yeah, when she sat down in the bean bag, yeah. she's like, <laughs> and uh, we had the video of it, but it's it's lost in the yeah it's in lost space. In, in Mo sent it to I don't know iCloud. Heaven, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's gone. We're, we're still, we're, we're still working on this. <laughs> so YouTube we're recording downstairs, and uh, we're the we have the flo uh, wood floor, and the door is shut. Mm. So everything's so amplified, and we're talking. Jenna's taking pictures or whatever, and then in the camera back here, she, uh, all you hear is you can hear every damn bean in that bag, <laughs> like just crunching, <laughs> and she's like, we catch her. She's like mid laying down. <laughs> And she's like, she knew she was busted. She's already committed. And yeah. Mo's like, he's like, I can't believe she's going to do this. Like, I can't believe she's, I'm like, what the hell is Mo looking at? <laughs> but she's seen Gina. Yeah. yeah. Gina <laughs> sliding in, looking at Mo. I didn't know because my, my back was to her. But yeah, yeah. Good Jenna. First warehouse four. Now, you lost now her, the bean bag. Now, you now lost the bean her, bag. You lost our videos for uh, 
or um, YouTube. YouTube's going to kill our account, Mo, because we've not uploaded anything since then. Yeah. We're good. It's been there since January. Oh, I just knew that. <laughs> it's not here. All right. Moving right along. So after we were done doing the proper recording, uh, we had just kind of sitting around chit-chatting, and the subject of some of the changes that are happening to the CrossFit Games came up, and I instantly grabbed my iPhone and just put it on the table and recorded the subsequent conversation. So sound quality is going to be a little bit different, but in there you're going to hear us just kind of give our honest take on uh, where we see the future of the CrossFit Games going. But then we also give our take on some of the unintended consequences and potential secondary impacts of them getting rid of regionals and going to these larger scale qualifiers. And also Jenna and Angie pipe in as well, giving some of their thoughts. I think that if you, if you, if you, them taking away regionals and you taking away how games has been and not putting focus on it, it's no different than taking away the, the health, the community for those people who care just about that. You have people who do care about the, uh, the competing side. Mm-hmm. I do. I love it. Yeah. I'm not all about it, you know, but I do like that side of it. So what's the difference of taking away from people who do enjoy, even if it is only 20% of CrossFitters that love that aspect of it? What, taking away from that, what, how is that any different than taking away from people who do it for GPP and general health? And But when you take that 20% of people who want to compete, there's another 20% of people that will just go to support them as they compete. Well, I'm, saying, I'm not saying yeah. taking it from the competitors. Okay. You're taking uh, people who don't qualify from oh, watching okay. all their favorite athletes. You're taking that okay. away, right? You're yeah. taking that away... You're, yeah, but you know, uh, I, I don't get wrapped up in it. But I can see. I like to watch regionals after regionals, or sometimes I'll watch it if it's on my phone. Yeah, but I like that side of it. But now you're removing that, that opportunity that that away from people who are already crossfitting that love that side of it, but also love the the health, the community, mm-hmm. and the GPP side. Well, it's a sport. People it's, reserve their days to yeah. like watch yeah. Ohio State or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sport to watch. But like you were saying, you know. The, you just made the joke, the joke like, oh, it's going to save me $5,000. Yeah. But how many small business owners were making a oh, lot yeah. of profit yeah. from those five weeks a year? Yeah. You know, I mean, I know, I know of two clothing companies that they hit every regionals. And, and, and it probably helps them raise do. their bottom line oh, yeah. Yeah, for, the, oh, yeah. for the course of the year by yeah. going to those events. Yeah, because they don't do so many small events. They just do the big ones. They do the bigger ones. Well, yeah. if I know anything about CrossFit, they don't give a fuck about anybody else. They really don't. They don't care about him making money. No, they don't. No. They don't give two shits. You heard, you heard what he said. I want, um, I want a hundred thousand CrossFit gyms, yeah. affiliates. Yeah. Okay, well, because he wants money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three thousand dollars a pop, right. plus whatever courses, well, plus the shirts, plus. So you know. yeah. And I okay, he has the vision. That's fine, but don't, don't take away from your your diehard. I mean, I would say your diehard CrossFitters mm-hmm. are people who watch. Regionals, you're oh, yeah. people who do GPP and are in physical health. They may come two or three days a week. Sometimes I'm not saying they sh- they don't need that, but don't you're 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 tapping into the the highest revenue stream. Probably, nah, I don't know. They buy all the gear. They buy 
I don't know. Well, they but, don't buy it from CrossFit. No, that's, that's but but they can. You tell me they ain't making money. Like oh, they're making. I mean, they make money on from, the open. Right. Yeah. No, I'm saying money from like you know they get money from Reebok when Reebok decides to pay them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they decide to. Pay. Right. And but I'm just I don't know I don't I don't. It'd be like in, in my in my gym and what I hate about other gyms is um, I'm going to focus only on our competitive athletes and if you're not a competitive athlete you don't mean anything to us. Yeah. Or but, but like we said though that's that's ten percent of your population that's mm-hmm. keeping your lights on and or, you can't neglect mm-hmm. the GPP people like me. Mm-hmm. You know. But if I neglect the ten percent, yeah. I know ten percent of what we make mm-hmm. a month. If I get rid of that, that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. I think if you, it's like there's you, a balance. There's a balance, and they're they're not balancing. They're they're cutting yeah. the head off, right? And it's dealing with the other eighty percent of the body. But that post that part you talked about, that's that kind of describes me as like I'm a GPP guy, but I enjoyed going to regionals, and me and Mel would like right, coordinate yeah. our mm-hmm. yeah. our work schedule so that way when it was in San Antonio, it was literally like ten minutes from my house. Oh yeah. So we would buy the weekend passes. And we would just spend all our entire weekend there as a family. And I would see my friends from all over the South region, you know, yeah. guys from Louisiana I'd see only once a year or there's, whatever. There's people from my gym, probably like 15 of them yeah. every year, Nashville, or when it was in Columbus. They, yeah. would, they would come to Columbus and yeah. stay the weekend. I mean, yeah, people like to watch it. Yeah, and like you said, it's like CrossFit Christmas for yeah. some people. Yeah. You know. It's like I take off NFL Sunday. Yeah. No, I, I think that I don't give a fuck. Whatever Jackson goes, I don't care. I, but we have no impact. It, it, it he doesn't, doesn't care matter. about it. But us. what I no. care about is that I don't I don't agree with cutting out a huge section of CrossFit's community and just saying here's a horrible version of what we used to do. But at the same time, don't tell me this is going to help the community. No, no. Uh, well, and what it's going to hurt? It's going to hurt like for the, like the Grand Games and Wadapalooza to where they have the. Because they pay the bigger names to come there. Yeah. Well, even Dubai, they, if you, they, they, yeah, they, they fly they their athletes yeah. out there. Yeah. And what's going to happen now is there's going to be a lot more people paying the top or at, the higher top echelon are going to be wanting to go to this stuff, and they're not going to have room for the scaled stuff that they do competition-wise mm-hmm. at both events. Because you know, Granite Games has a scaled division. Don't they do like a... Like a um, Ali and pro RX. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ali, So there's WADA. But yeah. what's going to happen is they're going to get the same registration that the CrossFit Open gets now. Guaranteed. Because you you're going to do online qualifier. Yes. You go to Granite Games. Yes. And you're going to pay for it. You're yeah. going to pay for it. So they're on, and is it 10 bucks? 20 yeah. bucks. I but I could see that, but I could see them. No, mm-hmm. for Granite Games. That was cheaper. I think it's like I think 10, it's 10, or 10 or 15. Oh, whatever. They're they're in revenue. Yeah. They're going to go through the roof because yes. oh, now, it's gonna now make, you have yeah. to do online qualify. Right. Then you have then you go and right. then you can. Be but what I mean is like the people that that qualify for it now, they're going to end up cutting out some of the. Divisions. They're going to cut out the scale division. They're going to cut out some divisions because they got to make room for the elites. Or they'll run it as a week long competition. Because right now it's what three days, and I think the elites they have like thirty. 30 some competitors in men's and women's elite this year well that and you can now you don't have to qualify uh, grand games you never had to qualify you don't have to qualify for, for the, the, pro. The, the pro and we talked about that yesterday and the yeah, team and then you yeah. can just pay when there's an opening yeah. <laughs> but now like water blues you still have to qualify for all the for all I, I know for the I pro you can, yeah you, I know grand games they, they don't open up like a you can just pay to go I think yeah. you actually have to qualify yeah 
I don't know about water. But yeah, whatever. It doesn't affect me. I just I don't like that mentality, and I don't pe- like people like that. Like, just you know, well, I don't care about you. But that's how we're around our gym too. So, you know, people we talk to, that's what they do. They, you know, your gym, they don't like the the competitive. No, we're a, we're a family with a CrossFit problem. Yeah, you know, and, a, a couple of people will compete, but we know where we live. We know our identity. Yeah, you know, well, that's like our gym too. It's like they don't. There's a few of them that will go do one, but it has to be the right one. Yeah. Like the the two two or three local they'll do, like in town. Yeah. And then like if Mayhem does something, they'll go there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they really don't do anything. Yeah. Which there's plenty of people that, that could, mm-hmm. but they don't. It's just not a, a – even though he's – I mean, he was a regionals athlete and he's very competitive, he doesn't do a whole lot of competitions, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd to me. And in this last segment, Brody brings up a phenomenon that he's noticed when it comes to higher-end athletes competing or not competing in certain types of events and his logic and thought process behind why some athletes do not compete as much as they used to. So competitors, it's actually starting to flip in my opinion. Uh, If you were a higher-level competitor, they a lot of the coaches would tell you not to do local competitions. Yeah. Yeah, because you increase your risk for injury. No, well, we have a oh, overturning. Th- no, well, they don't want to mess up their training. training where, where they're at. In the, yeah, where they're at to in get their to training. Whatever. Yeah, there's a Because it, it means nothing, right? Okay. Yeah, there's so, a couple people we sponsor that they, I was like, I come to the competition, we're going to be there. Well, our coach doesn't want us to do it we're, we're going for granted games and because yeah. there's quote, there's quote no value though. right and I, and I here's where it's flipping and it doesn't fit into the training it's flipping away from that because like anything in my opinion the more that you can compete the better you get at competing I know it's worked for me I know it's worked for these two mm-hmm. I mean if you look at how they used to compete it's not even it's not even comparable you know what to expect you know the sensation so when you do make it to granted games you, you lose all that. Why do you think people suck going when they go to regionals the first year? Because yeah. they don't compete. They, they, don't, they don't understand. It's the mental. Yeah. The mental. They, uh, it, it's a total, instead of it just being another day, like when, now when I compete, it's just another day. <laughs> now I've got pressure. When you have an adrenaline dump and you've never had so, no, no, it's funny because my buddy Chris, the power uh, Trinity guy, it, he was on his, uh, he was on a regional team one year and I can't remember, I think it was maybe in 11 or 12, but it was like, you had to rack the it was a human rack like you had to hold the bar up otherwise there was some sort of penalty for like squats or something and he said there was just a moment where he just like kind of looked around and was like holy shit this is cool and meanwhile they're like Chris Chris because he had to because he had to grab the bar like he just mentally wasn't prepared for it so I think now competing is huge and I think doing online qualifiers is huge and having the pressure it's huge because well, you got to learn to deal with it. Absolutely, like I mean, it's like in military training or you know, yeah. police training, you, you train you like you, you fight. train. You yes, be put under pressure and know how to handle so, the situation. These athletes are, or these coaches that are saying not to do that, in my opinion, are just. I didn't know that was a thing. They're stuck in their way, or um, they're just they're they're naive and ignorant about it because I don't give a shit. The more you do something, the the better you get. What is it? And when you, when you as a warfighter, actually I was talking to Tony about this because he was infantry at three deployments. You know, I was like, so how much of your training actually 
goes into when you're fighting. He said it's act. It's actually it does great. Mm-hmm. He's like he said, you know, because like, I was talking about like the clarity, the you know the the motions the of combat, of, like the muscle memory. People yeah. people dying and then you still fighting like. Mm. Just kind of in that mental side, and he's like, "Yeah, actually, the, the, the as much as we train, it actually does." So when you get mm. there, yeah, he said, "Yeah, there's a couple things that you can't prepare for, mm. but the actual fighting concept, yeah. he said, it, it's very transferable because they've done it a thousand times already." To where it is just muscle memory, muscle mm. memory, and well, we covered a lot of ground, and really hope that you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Don't forget to click like, share, and subscribe to the One More Rep podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and whatever other platform you may use out there. Uh, Also, don't forget uh, with the YouTube, hit that bell so that way you get notifications whenever we have new video content. And don't forget to purchase your gear from 75 Clothing and use the promo code One More Rep. That's three separate words. That way you get free shipping. Until next time, I'm Mo and I'm out. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Hey, what's the bro? What's the, the bro, bro name? name today? Yeah. I bro know. name? I don't even want to know, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to find out who is doing the bro name. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're screwed. They're super excited. They're, they're, uh, I bet. There's gotta be, mm. I don't, I can't even begin to guess. I don't even want to. <laughs> I'm gonna find out who it is. Like, like, you know, when you find out there's no Santa Claus, I'm gonna have the same feeling when I, you're like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Really? It was you? Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, as always, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, which is, he's Colombian. I just, we were talking about that last <laughs> night. I didn't, I didn't. But he was telling us a story that one of his really good friends was asking him stuff about uh, Tijuana. He's like, <laughs> dude, I'm I, Colombian. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's like, this guy told me I was, he knew I was from Colombia. He knows my mom. He knows my family. He knows where I'm from. But he's asking me stuff about Tijuana. Yeah. Like, about like, getting surgery. Yeah. Anything like, south of San Diego, I think, is just considered Mexico. Yeah, well, he was like, and I've never been to Mexico. Yeah, I've never been to Tijuana. (laughs) So, Wally Judy? That's it. All right. Go through the Air Force and basic with that. (laughs) Especially security force or Mm -hmm. law enforcement. So that third voice you hear today is our sponsor, Wally Jordy of 75 Clothing. uh, Who's Jordy? Jordy Nelson? (laughs) What? Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> edit that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, I was going to ask you something. Oh. I do it to him all the time. <laughs> hmm. Think about something else, it'll pop in. Yeah. That's what happens to me. In about three minutes. No, at the, very end of, about the very end of the show when Mo goes, hey, bro, do you want to add anything? And he... he Actually, stops doing it now. <laughs> I usually tack on about 15 more minutes of editing for Mo. Like, you know what, Mo? Actually, yeah, there's that one thing I was just thinking about like 25 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, when I took a dump before I came up here, I was thinking about something. Yeah, it's true. And now I want to bring it up. Like, Dude, wanna... when I take a dump or I'm in the shower, my best ideas, I'm telling you, Greg Glassman, <laughs> like, bitch slapped him. Mm. And um, hope you're listening, Dave. And uh, 
are you going to be mad Brooks not going to be at regionals this year? I'm just asking. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> just, just for a friend. Yeah, just for a friend. Hey, bro, hashtag unblock bro. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, 